Hey guys, it's Ava, and welcome back to Not Your Average TV Junkie Podcast. Today I am talking week two, and a little bit of week three, to be quite honest with you, of Big Brother. I am super excited to talk about this. School has started and is in full swing for me, so I have been really, really busy. So this episode will be a little fragmented because I'm trying to work in little breaks I have between classes. So I'm recording now, and then the rest of it will probably be recorded tomorrow when I have another break between the classes I have to be in. So if I sound like a little fragmented, that's probably why. But I wanted to film while I could. I don't know how far I'm going to get in my notes for last week of Big Brother, but I thought I would just get as much as I can done. So let's hop into it. First of all, obviously spoilers, like of all the episodes leading up to Sunday's episode from a couple days ago, the 23rd maybe, I believe. So Sunday the 23rd, I'm talking spoiling and all of that. So if you haven't watched, pause right now, go watch Big Brother and come back. So the first thing, week two, the HOH is Memphis. First of all, I literally cannot stand him. I don't know what it is. He's so arrogant and so rude to literally everyone. I cannot stand watching him. I cannot stand listening to him. Like, I know that sounds horrible, but I'm like, I literally, like, cannot stand him. I think he's so arrogant and rude to people for absolutely no reason, and I cannot stand it. And also, my best friend so lovingly pointed out that I said in my cast assessment that Memphis was cute. However, I had absolutely no idea who was who in my cast assessment, and I didn't actually mean Memphis. So, um, I said that, and I meant Cody, but because my brain is um, broken, I, I mix their faces in my head. So um, pretend I didn't say that. I was actually talking about Cody and I cannot comprehend names and faces. So just, you know, anyway, that I thought that was funny. So thank you, Rachel, for so lovingly pointing out that I cannot speak. Anyways, week two, Memphis's HOH, cannot stand him. Safety suite. I actually kind of liked the, the challenge. I almost said the drink. They were balancing drinks on like this topsy-turvy table and the and the drinks were like different weights so they had to balance the the drinks all around the table so it like stood still and the drinks didn't fall they were like not actual drinks but like cardboard not cardboard um like wood cutouts I don't know why I have so much trouble describing things this happened last week when I was trying to say the exact same thing I thought it was actually kind of fun Christmas one first of all I absolutely love Christmas. Like, I really liked her her first season and with her whole foot thing. Like, I feel like that kind of threw her off, but she made it pretty far. I absolutely love her this season. She won the safety suite, which was awesome. She's such a competitor, and she's so, like, entertaining. They haven't really, like, focused on her, but just her in the background, like, making hilarious facial expressions and hand gestures. Like, I love watching her, and I really hope she makes it far. I think she has the possibility to make it far, if she continues to like lay low and keep those alliances strong, I think she has a really good chance. And that really, really excites me because I'm really, really enjoying watching her right now. I also love that Christmas saved Ian. First of all, I really like Ian and I know he was kind of being targeted by Memphis's, Memphis's, wow, by Memphis because he is already a winner and he's he's a really good game player. I would love to see Christmas and Ian work together and then pull in like Nicole. And I think that would be really awesome to watch. I don't know. I just, I'm really glad Ian was saved because I would have been really, really sad to see Ian up on the block this week. Memphis ends up nominating David and Nicole A. He was so rude in the nomination saying like, oh, Nicole didn't listen to me because she should have played safety. Like she doesn't have to listen to you. And I don't understand. Like that's like the most crap reason I've ever heard. Like you can't be like, yeah, well she didn't listen to me. Like 
she doesn't have to listen to you that he annoys me so much and he was so rude to David he was like you don't deserve to be here like we're so much better than you like it drove me nuts he was like so awful to them like he is not that he acts so entitled like you're not that great Memphis like obviously I'm clearly not a fan he like really annoyed me his HOH week and I feel like he annoyed a lot of people in the house by like not listening to anybody and just being like rude and like I'm gonna do whatever the heck I want like don't even talk to me kind of attitude so I feel like that like totally bit him in the butt and I'm hoping he goes home very soon because he's really driving me nuts. I really liked both Nicole and David. David seems like such a nice guy like he does I mean, he was out first last season, so, like, does that make him an all-star? Probably not, by definition, but, like, he's working really hard. Like, I feel like he deserves to be here. Like, I don't know. I can't stand how rude Memphis was to him, but I really like David. I also really like Nicole A. I think she's super sweet, and I don't know. I'm kind of sad they were on the block. Like, I'll get over it. They were not, like, my favorite people in the world, but, like, the way Memphis talked to them was, like, not cool. Anyway, we continue to see the Alliance of Six what am I saying? Oh yeah, the regular Alliance of Six that we talked about last week, and then there's like a new, like, secondary Alliance of Six, but the people who aren't in the original who are in the second one don't think it's secondary. It's uh, Bailey and Davon, and then Enzo, Danny, and like one of the other guys. That's not even six people. One, two, three, four. Tyler. I think it's Tyler and then one other person. I don't know. I'm useless, people. Useless. But anyway, so there's that side six, but the people who are in the original six are like, that's not actually like our six, but they're going to pretend for Bay and Day's sake that they are like aligned and that's their number one so they can get farther, you know, and have them on their side. Let's talk about Janelle and Ksar, who I will probably be referring to as Jsar because it's like much easier to just mash their names together. And that's like a thing right now going on on the interwebs. But I love Janelle and Kesar. Their alliance is so great. I think they're both awesome. I love Janelle, like, so much. I, her Amazing Race, I loved her then. And I don't know, I've been, like, kind of watching some clips of her old seasons. And I just, I think Janelle is awesome. She played a great game. She's, like, I don't know. I think she's one of the best players of all time. In my humble opinion, I, to begin with, I think last week I mentioned I thought Kesar was a little, it's Kesar, right? Kesar. I'm so sorry. I thought Kaser was kind of arrogant, but I mean, and I still think he could come across a little arrogant, but like, I'll get over it. I really like him. I think he's wildly entertaining. I really like him with Janelle. I really don't think they're going to last long because they're gigantic threats, but I really hope they do. And I mean, I'll get to the fact that they were both nominated on Sunday, but I hope something happens where they don't go home because I really, really like them. Anyway... Janelle and Kaser picked up on four of the main six and they wanted to backdoor Nicole F because they were like Memphis like these four people are like gonna run the game like but they didn't know Memphis was part of the six they just thought it was a four Memphis was like no I'm definitely not putting up Nicole F he obviously didn't tell them that but he was like no I'm not doing that and then Nicole I I don't know who told her like Cody told her but Nicole caught wind they wanted to backdoor her and she's like we need to backdoor Janelle because Janelle, like, knows about us, she wants me out, like, we have to get rid of Janelle, and Memphis was, like, no, like, I want to be aligned with Jacer for, like, his own good, so, and he, so he kept noms the same, he was, like, whatever, like, I'm just gonna not put up Nicole F, obviously, because I'm aligned with him, and he didn't put up Janelle because he wanted to keep Jacer as numbers, which, like, I don't blame him, like, okay, I know I hate on him a lot, but, like, that was a good move, like, not 
trying to put up Janelle because he knew he could work with Janelle. And if he put up Janelle, they would know, like, he's aligned with the six. So I think that was a smart move on his part. And like I said, I really like Janelle and I really like Nicole F. So I'm glad noms were kept the same when those two were, like, the people who would have been backdoored. The power of veto competition was the, like, the game. It was, like, at night. It was, like, midnight or something. They had to, like, balance a ball on, like, a giant ping pong racket type thing. It was kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie. Like, they could have come up with a better comp. I think Memphis won again. So Memphis holds all the power. He left noms the same because he didn't want to stir up things, which I don't really blame him. He wasn't looking for a backdoor. Honestly, I don't think he gave a crap who went home, which is also annoying to me. He was like, whatever, like these people are so expendable. Like, I don't know. My gosh, so annoyed. Anyway, here is the drama with JSR and Nicole A that I like completely wrote down the entire story so I could talk about it. So Janelle and Kaser were on Nicole A's side and they were like trying to get her numbers and all of that. But she, like, wasn't listening. She's like, I don't want to be associated with them. She pretty much told them off and was like, I don't want your help. Like, whatever. And poor Janelle, she's, like, crying, which I don't particularly understand because, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I love to see Janelle be, like, a human, you know? Like, Janelle's such, like, a beast in the game. I like to see, I liked to see her being human like that. I thought it was awesome. However, Nicole A shot herself in the foot so bad with this move, like, uh, if she would have just accepted their help, it could have ended differently because Jacer was like, forget it. Like, she doesn't want our help. Like, we can't sway the house. Like, we're not going to vote for her. So they didn't vote for her or they voted to evict her. They didn't vote with her, I mean. And so Nicole went home. I think it was like she only got two votes to keep her. I'm kind of sad because I really liked Nicole last time she played, but like she didn't really do much this game. So I'm not all that sad to see her go right now. However, I had her final three in my original ranking so I mean my ranking is not not going that well if I'm being completely honest with you things are not going well for my ranking that's unfortunate but honestly whatever I think what also played a part in David staying was David had intense backing by Tyler who's part of the six so I think that Tyler was like yo we should keep David like we can align with him later and the six was like yeah whatever we literally don't care who goes home so I think that, like, is what swayed it in the end. Also, I'm super, super sick of the mob mentality. Like, I feel like Jacer, as I keep calling them, is trying to, like, make things happen. And they're just, like, they're not. Everyone is, like, whatever. I'm going to fly under the radar. Like, I'm just going to go with the main alliance. And, like, sure, that's fine right now. But, like, that's going to make for, A, a very boring season. And, B... Just the, the people who happen to be good at competitions in the main alliance are the people who are going to end up at the end. So I feel like like this is not going to go well if people don't get up and be like, I'm going to make a move, I'm going to do something, and aren't just like, whatever, I'm just going to like, you know, go with the six, they seem to know what they're talking about. Like, that's not, I don't know, it's just kind of annoying the mob mentality. I feel like that's happening in the house right now. Anyway, this is beginning of week three, right? Or I guess this was the end of week two, but I'm going to get into the beginning of week three. Tyler won the next HOH, which was like the competition where they had to slide fake mugs of beer onto the, like onto a, what is it, like a shuffleboard almost, but it was like a table type thing. It's kind of like a survivor challenge. They like had to slide it and then like depending on how far you got it, you got a certain number of points and you had to like lock in your time super fast. The one thing I, I noticed, actually I like read about it on Instagram, but like it made sense because I noticed when I was watching it, like, I was a little confused with the numbers. 
Janelle should have won because Tyler pressed his button before his, like, cup went to the next number. So he locked in at 11, and then his cup kept sliding and went to 12, so they changed his number to 12. But Janelle got 11 and got it faster. So I feel like since he pressed his button while it was at 11, he Janelle should have won. Like, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of mad about it because Janelle's on the block, but, like, Janelle should have won. If Tyler, if Tyler waited to press his button until his thing hit 12, he was the only one who got 12, then he should have won. But Janelle had the same number as him before he hit the button. So I don't understand. And she did it faster. So Janelle should be HOH. That's all I'm saying. I'll step off my high horse. But Janelle should have been HOH. Also, I thought the comp was kind of dumb. Not even going to lie to you. The comps are not. The safety suite comp for week three, loved it. The rest of the comps this week were like kind of lackluster for me in my personal opinion. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, I'm filming this on Tuesday, so I watched Sunday's episode also. However, I have to get back to work, so I will be filming this very soon, and my house phone is also ringing, which apparently is a theme talking Big Brother, so I will finish this tomorrow. Bye! Hey guys, I am back to finish talking week two, and really pretty much the beginning of week three is what I'm going to be talking about right now of Big Brother. I am really happy that I can get this filmed. It is now Wednesday, but it is before the episode, so I'm still only talking through Sunday's episode, and then next week's episode will probably be Wednesday, Thursday, next Sunday, because I'll be recording it about this time next week. So the last thing I was talking about was I just finished uh, the live eviction episode and Tyler's HOH, and now I'm getting into Sunday's episode, so this should not be too much longer. So let us get into it. This should be a pretty short episode. I'm only at like 13 minutes. So anyways, Tyler wins. Excuse me. Tyler wins. I was just drinking coffee. <laughs> Tyler wins, like I said, and is mad at Janelle and Kaser because they came after Nicole and he knew that they were like catching wind of his alliance and he was part of the four that they picked up on. So he was like, I got to do something about Jacer. Like they are coming for us. We cannot have them in this game. So he decides that he is going to put up Janelle and Kaser. However, there's like, let's back it up a little bit with more of the stuff going on on Sunday. People are like really not happy with Memphis. Like I said, I was not happy with Memphis, but the people in the house were not happy with Memphis because the people in his alliance were like, why on earth didn't you backdoor Janelle? And the people not in his alliance were like, why the heck didn't you backdoor Nicole? And everybody was like, wow, he's being super rude and like doing only what he wants to do and all of that. So I think everybody was kind of overall mad at Memphis and then Tyler and his alliance kind of minus Memphis I don't think Memphis wanted Jacer to go up but was like we gotta we gotta target Janelle and Kaser because they're way too good of players to be in this game which like I mentioned earlier I'm super sad about because I really like Janelle and Kaser so I want them in this game but I honestly don't think they're gonna last which in my opinion is really sad anyways so like I said Tyler's putting them up I really hope one of them can win POV. I know it's like already happened, but I don't do spoilers. I don't do live feeds. And since the episode is tonight, I don't actually know. So, I mean, by the time this is up, Wednesday's episode might be out, but probably not. I will probably get this up like ASAP. So, I get why Tyler put them up because he had to. They sensed his alliance. Like, he was threatened. They are huge threats. Like, I don't blame him. I think he was classy and the way he put them up, he's like, you're big threats, like, you know my alliance, like, that's why I'm putting you up. I think he had good reason to put them up. I mean, it's still annoying to me because I like Janelle and Kaser, but, like, I get it. All right, let us talk about the safety suite. Let's wrap up the safety suite before 
what on earth did I even say? I said, oh wait, I have knots. I think I meant notes, but I, I'm not exactly sure where I was going with that. Anyway, I, my notes, guys, or knots apparently, are such a hodgepodge that when I'm trying to like follow my flow of thought of what I'm trying to talk about, just so I like catch everything that I actually wanted to say, it's so, it's such a hodgepodge. I need to like learn to take better notes. That's why my podcast takes so long to get up because my notes are like insane just so I make sure I talk about everything. So anyway, we are talking safety suite. I have no idea what knots means, but let's move on past that. First of all, oh, have nots. I get it. Why did I just put, it says, oh, wait and have nots. Oh, I am so stupid. Okay. Okay, pretend that the last 30 seconds I did not just sound like a complete idiot. We are talking have-nots, and then we're talking the safety suite. Oh my goodness, I'm so stupid. So, so, so stupid. I took these notes like two days ago. Why was this so difficult for me? Okay, we are talking have-nots. First of all, last week's have-nots. I really loved how Nicole F. stepped up to do it for Ian. I thought it was really sweet. She was like, oh, just I'll do it. Like, I don't know. I thought it was sweet. Also, I thought that when she selected Janelle, why on earth would she say that she was like I'm gonna pick someone who hasn't done it and likes to talk about me Janelle like she definitely should not have said that like that totally like pinned her and Janelle against each other and first of all with this like Janelle Nicole feud I'm impartial I'm stepping back because Nicole is my favorite big brother player of all time but I also love Janelle and I've like I've talked at nauseam in this episode about how much I love Janelle and in past episodes about how much I love Nicole. So I'm like, these two need to stop feuding because I don't want to pick a side. I don't know. I think that Janelle is just trying to play the game and she's not trying to like attack Nicole. And I think Nicole needs to just like calm down for a hot sec and take a step back. But like, like I said, I'm not on anyone's side, but like, I think Janelle's just trying to play the game. And I think Nicole's taking it personally and she shouldn't. But, I mean, I love them both. So, that's that's what I have to say about that. I really think Nicole should not have said, and and someone who likes to talk about me, because that just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to come back to bite her, especially if Janelle stays. Janelle's like, oh, my goodness. Like, she's bringing me up in, like, a have-not, like, election speech, I guess. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I love how they're selecting the have-nots this season. I think I spelled nots wrong. I don't know. This just does not look right in my notes. Oh, my goodness. I I love how they're selecting the have-nots like I was saying. I think the, like, people who are outgoing have-nots have to pick the new people. I think that's really fun. I think it adds, like, more drama and a new layer of strategy to, like, who am I going to pick for a have-not? Like, I think that's, I kind of think it's fun. However, I do have a question. When we get down to, like, less than the people you can pick, like, if there's five people in it and five and four people not in it, so there's nine people left in the game and you can't pick yourself or outgoing people, then what? Like, are they going to allow you to pick, like, outgoing people? Because I don't understand. Because they're not, the numbers won't add up if there's five people outgoing and four only four people who aren't a have-not already. Or are they just going to, like, eliminate the have-nots? I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out. But that's just that's just my random thought of the day. So what are they going to do when there's less people than you that you can pick, you know? Just just food for thought, I guess. Else, uh, what am I saying? I was just about to read the same point I just talked about. Okay, back to the safety suite. Finally, we are getting there. Wow, this is really actually going to be long. I thought this was going to take two seconds, and then here I am talking for a million years and not knowing what my notes say. I need to do some more prep, guys. Oh my goodness. Okay, 
safety suite. I genuinely, I in general think that the safety suite was done really well this season. Honestly, I think that um, just having it the first three weeks, having where like you can only use it once, but you can like pick between the three weeks. It's like a strategy thing, and like I will give credit where credit is due. Memphis trying to convince people to use it last week so there are less people to compete in it this week was very, very smart on Memphis's part. The way he did it was completely obnoxious, but that was a very, very smart move on his part for his gameplay, just having his alliance in that safety suite to make sure they controlled that. I think that was really smart. I also love that you get to save another person like to come with you into safety, but they get a punishment because I just, I love the punishments. I think they're so funny. I loved Ian's punishment. I loved Janelle's punishment week one. We haven't actually seen week three's punishment yet, I don't think. I think that'll be in tonight's episode. So I'm really excited to see that. I think Davon needed to chill the heck out with the punishment. She was like, Davon wants the punishment. I'm like, You're sh-. she was showing she didn't trust Tyler. And now Tyler's like, um, what the heck? And now Tyler it has her as a backdoor option. If like um, Janelle or Kaser wins POV, he's like, well... Or, yeah, he has Devon as a backdoor option if one of if Janelle or Kaser wins POV because he's like, well, Devon clearly doesn't trust me. She wanted the safety suite, like, addition so badly, which I genuinely think she just wanted the punishment. But she should have kept her dang mouth shut because now Tyler's like, okay, she doesn't trust me, which I don't know. Like, why she wanted the punishment so badly, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I would want a punishment too, but, like, you don't go pleading for a punishment. Like, I just thought that was strange. And I think that definitely is not going to serve her well in the future. Memphis, more more hate on Memphis. I'm so sorry, but he really, really frustrated me this week. He needs to be less annoying in throwing the competition the way he did. He didn't want, uh, Janelle and Kaser were like, hey, because they think they're aligned with Memphis. I don't know why. They just think they're aligned with Memphis. And they're like, hey, Memphis, if you win safety, are you going to save one of us? He's like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, he probably should have said, I don't actually know, guys, who I'm going to save. I'm thinking about it. And then, if he happened to win the competition and didn't look like an idiot when he threw it like that, and now Janelle and Kaser know that he threw it, it he could have been like, uh, if he won, he would have been like, uh, well, uh, I didn't really plan this, so... And then he could just pick someone random and be like, sorry, Jacer, like, I, I didn't know who to pick. Like, I didn't think I was going to win, stuff like that. Like, he shouldn't have told them he was going to do it and then thrown it so obnoxiously. I don't know. I just think um, that was not smart on his part. But, again, fine with me because I really don't like him. Anyways, Enzo is the one who won. And he saved Christmas, which I don't really understand that correlation that, um, like, there, there's no alliance or even seemingly friendship there. But, I mean, I like Christmas, so I'm fine with her being safe and I'm fine with her having more alliances. So, that's that's good for me. I cannot wait to see your punishment. Like I said uh, earlier, Ian's punishment, super, super funny. Okay, I just want to like hit on a couple more things and then we will wrap this up. First of all, old school versus new school. I think that old school is getting screwed by new school who is not playing as good of a game as old school is. Old school is playing a strategic big brother game that I feel like is been has been missing from the last couple of seasons but the new schoolers and like the six alliance and like the random people who think they're a part of the six alliance are just like playing the honestly whatever let's just get rid of the people who aren't doing anything and or who aren't in our alliance and we're just going to stick with that and not make any moves and just follow the herd I think that old school's playing better and 
just getting mulled over because they don't have the numbers. And I, I hate that, first of all, because I am... I've been wa- I haven't been watching Big Brother as long, but I've been watching Survivor and Amazing Race, like, literally my entire life. And I am team old school all the way. Like, I think the old school seasons of Survivor... I, this last season of Survivor was really good. But I think the old school seasons of Survivor are the best. I think the old school seasons of Amazing Race... I think we all need to go back there. That was a very good time in uh, this, like, the, the threes um, reality, like, journey. I think old school was definitely the best. And so... I'm team old school. Like, I think they play better. I think they play more strategically. I think it's less about, like, personal and, like, bullying. And it's more just about, like, like strategic. How do you play? Like, how do you get far in this game? And I think that old school is going to go quick just because they don't have numbers. And I think that really, really sucks. But, however, good on Danny. Danny, in my opinion, is definitely old school. But she got in with the new school, and I think she is so smart. She has that old school mentality, but she's just kind of, like, laying low, which I think is fine. So I really hope she runs with it because I, I would really love to see Danny win because she's old school, but she's playing a new school game in an old school way that I think is awesome and I totally respect. So... That is the last thing I have to say. I really want Jacer to be good and stay. Let's hope for a POV and a backdoor plan. Uh, Tyler does have his sights on Devon because of the whole fiasco with the punishment and the safety suite, which is fine with me. I like Devon, but like I wouldn't be devastated to see her go. I would rather um, Janelle and Kaser stay over Devon. So cross your fingers for that. I will keep you guys posted with my updates starting with my next week's hopefully will be up about a week from right now that you are listening to this thank you guys so much for listening if you are not already follow me on the podcast instagram at nya tv underscore junkie pod again thank you so much for listening and i will see you all very soon bye